So welcome to another episode of the Human Blueprint. Herman welcome. and Bernard have the pleasure to be here with you. Angela. And Angela. Uh, let's get into it. Okay. A question. How do we know that we're pursuing, say, a goal or a, a dream that's, that's ours and it's not our, say, family or some external society or something? So, a lot of people in today's world, their parents have such a hold on them or their family has such a hold on them. You have to become a doctor, have to become a lawyer, have to become an engineer, have to do this, have to do that. They have a preset of everything before you were ever born, of what they wanted you to do and say and be, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's fair? No. No. That's why we're asking this question. Ah. <laughs> but you see, to the parent, when they're controlling... They think that's fair because it's their child. Mm -hmm. It's like their property. See? Exactly. And what they don't realize is how much it actually hurts the relationship with that child. Especially in Asian and South Asian mm -hmm. families. They already have everything preset as to how they want it, when they want it, and to exactly when they're going to get it. And the problem with that is the person never really knew themselves. So they never were able to establish their own beliefs, their own thoughts their own feelings, their own likes or dislikes, because as soon as it came up, the family wanted to squash it. And so for us, if we're looking for our beliefs and what we, what our calling is, or are we living up to our potential for what we enjoy doing, we have to be a little brave, have a little courage. But okay, so say if a parent forces a child to say, you can't become a doctor. Yeah. You don't even care. You don't want anything to do with that. But you want to make your parents happy. Like that's you want to be respectful okay. and honor them, etc. You're like, okay, fine, I'll become a doctor. But you don't want to do that. So how do you even bring that up? So a lot of people have this false, limited belief that I got to do this to make them happy. Mm. So I'll ask you a question. How long does that happiness last? Not long at all. Mm -hmm. You gotta keep. It's almost like you're a pet doing tricks. You gotta ah, keep, keep doing these little tricks. See? And if you're someone else's property, and you're always meant or trying to make that owner happy, then at what cost? Your life, right? Your time, your happiness, as opposed to what do you enjoy doing? What could you do for the world if you harnessed your talent? And you really, really harnessed and honed in on that. What could the world really benefit from that? As opposed to just being another doctor or being another lawyer. And by the way, we're not saying doctors are bad or anything. No. We're just using this as an example. <laughs> yes. Right? It's a common yeah. yes. thing. It's, it's especially, especially in Asian. Asian. You gotta go be one of these things. Yeah. You or you got failure. Yeah. You got, you got a choice of three things. Yeah. So. so but So I understand that. It's more so how do you tell your family in a, in a respectful way you have to have the courage to develop the backbone to stand up because a lot of times these families they team up they gang up mm -hmm. and they're like oh mm -hmm. so and so has an idea they want to do this and it doesn't fit in the mold yep, because you're, you're a rebel now yeah so they're gonna bring in the everyone the troops they're gonna bring your cousins <laughs> uncles aunts the like grandparents whatever yes and that's when you have to learn to stand up for what you believe in. And you see a lot of times, all our families, no disrespect, 
they have their own beliefs but sometimes when we grow up they have to allow us to develop our own beliefs for what works for us doesn't just always fit into a specific mold per se because that molding is what limits the ability for that person to flourish yeah when i'm thinking about okay being a little bit brave being courageous i, I guess even when you speak up and you speak your truth and say hey look i don't really want to do this mm -hmm. I, i'm here to honor you and everything respect you but i really don't want to do this mm -hmm. i think sometimes maybe people maybe people would get the idea that now I'm going to break the family. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to be dis disowned. But if you continue on the path of just trying to make them happy, it's not any better. No, it's not. It's, there's absolutely no chance to redeem anything. No. At least with this, I guess it opens up a dialogue. Which is what you want to do mm. as early and often in your life as possible. It's not that you want to become a rebel or be disrespectful. It's just you want people to understand where you come from and what your beliefs are so that maybe you can be put in the best position to flourish with your skills and your talent. And I guess this also helps the, the family think about things a little bit differently too because mm -hmm. they might think about, hmm, why did I do all those things? Mm -hmm. Because they probably didn't question it no. either. So it's like if you're unhappy with this and you're speaking up, maybe I could have spoken up about things too. Mm -hmm. might, might not be the funnest subject to talk about, but at least it gives that space. Yes. And you have to be, how do we say, a little humble that when you're young and you're now developing, okay, you have to learn what your strengths are. You have to learn what your weaknesses are. What do you like? What do you dislike? Okay, that's fine. You're learning. But as soon as you figure out and you have an adult how do we say responsibility? You, you're 18 and you know what you want or what you don't really want as much. Then you have to make sure that you have that conversation early. Otherwise, you'll go through your entire life and it won't be till maybe 30 or 40 mm -hmm. before you got brave enough and then it's too late. Okay, I got to tell a story. So <laughs> one of my mom's friend's son who became a doctor, he wasn't allowed to date mm -hmm. he wasn't allowed to do anything but just go to med school become yep. a doctor so he became a doctor and then because he didn't develop the, the social skills mm -hmm. and and understand how a relationship works they just found him a, a girl mm -hmm. they got into a relationship that girl controls his whole entire life mm -hmm. his all his assets all that hard work in med school yep. is being spent on her yeah so obviously when i'm looking at this thing I'm like that's that's it's stupid yeah but you can also understand if because he was molded into he didn't know anybody no he didn't know he wasn't allowed to go and explore so he just became this doctor that the the parents wanted but they didn't realize that it ruined his life at what cost well it's well, the cost of pretty much the whole entire life see and i don't know if they have children or anything but it's i'm pretty sure that's not what they wanted though mm -hmm. But I think it was that short-sightedness that, hey, look, he's successful. But are you really successful if you don't have your own life? Or nothing to show for it? It's like they're really focused on, they want the external to be pretty. Mm -hmm. But they're not saying, like, I want you to know who you are, mm -hmm. to be happy. You never hear about that. It's just like, I want you to be this. I want you to make this money. I want you to marry this person. Mm -hmm. So it's all kind of external, nothing internal. And with Asian cultures, they try to control every aspect of your life. So that's something to think about too. Yes. 
I was very fortunate because my mom was controlled. So she, she made sure that both my, my parents didn't try to control me too much. But it's hard because there's still trickles of yes. the, the PTSD or whatever it is. And this, it does trickle down a bit. But fortunately, it was, wasn't as bad. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of us, if we're going to really want to stand up for ourselves and really want to stand up for our beliefs and really want to make that difference in the world, well, we have to figure out what it is we want first. And we have to make sure that once we figure out what we want, then we go about it in a courageous manner to make sure that others know what we want so that we can find those that really support us, help us get to where we want sooner without disrespecting those because you help them understand what you are trying to do with your life. Okay, so here's another question. On the opposite side, where... The parent? No, when you rebel just for the sake of rebelling, how do you know you're rebelling for something good? So... If you were told that you can't have that car because now you got a license and now all of a sudden all your friends have cars and you don't have one. Well, to rebel for that, that's a little immature because if you you didn't earn your money to get the car, you didn't do what it takes to know the value of it, then you'll be very quick to crash it. You'll be very quick to lose it, very quick to disrespect it. That's maybe not the greatest rebel. But if you knew that you have beliefs and you believe that you don't want to be a doctor, you don't want to be a lawyer, you don't want to be something like that. Let's say you want to be an artist. Let's say you want to be a musician. Let's say you want to be an athlete. Well, in order to fall into that, you have to really, really, really be good, number one. Number two, for an Asian family to accept that, you have to show them by winning every single medal. (laughs) And that's where the pressure now kicks in and kicks in and kicks in because then they overdo perfection. They overdo perfection the ability that no mistake and it's like the entire existence is that they don't want you to make a single mistake but expect you to be perfect at it before you even knew what it was Mm. isn't hong kong one of the most or asia over there where they have the highest suicide rates oh yes for students well actually it's japan and then okay and the reason why is because they consider perfectionism to be the epitome of existence so if you're not perfect, you're just... You're a failure. Even if you got an A-, minus, they will consider that to be a failure. And so they're raised that if they're a failure, they don't want to lose the family's surname's face. So they have to do what they think is right to remove themselves from that. I guess there's also... I mean, there has to be some moderation too. It has to be. Because you can't be like, hey, just go do whatever you want. No. Right where, just go, go do drugs and everything else. So there has to be some some foundation well of course that's why you have to be of sound mind to make sure you're making the right choices and that's why you have to always have that open dialogue from both sides so that they can understand where you're coming from you can understand where they're coming from and find that middle ground that allows you to uphold the honor of your family but at the same time not be afraid to pursue what it is you actually want to do with your life and i guess another way to look at it is being self selfless versus selfish Mm -hmm. so it's Again, it's a little bit tricky, but if you reflect a bit, you can look at, hey, why did I want to become that? Yes. Is it for all the money, the, mm-hmm. the women or men or all these mm-hmm. other things? Or is it because I truly believe that it's going to help people benefit and create some value? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask, when you're growing up, how important are role models? It depends. And the reason why that answer is, is because if you are choosing someone and let's say that's your father 
because that's the first role model you see. But if that person didn't set the best example, didn't have the best parenting skills, didn't have the care or compassion to understand what you're going through in different times, maybe it's not great. But if you had someone who understood you, took you by the wing and said, you know what, this is what I did. This is what, if you implement this, this is what you can do to get that sooner. Then maybe that's, that's okay. But a lot of people take on wrong or not the greatest fit role models. And it's like with anything else. Everyone is focused only on the biology of things, which means this looks good. This set is healthy. I'll eat this. This, is, this person looks good. I'll be with them. Mm -hmm. But no one focuses on the chemistry. Now, if we know that biology, nothing lasts forever, but we know the chemistry that if you have the right fit means that it will always be, how, how do we say, harmonious, then shouldn't we be focusing on the chemistry of the fit of who we choose as a role model or how we choose to live our life? But if our chemistry is off, then the biology will suffer. It's, I'm also thinking when you're young, I don't think you're going through all this assessment. You're no. just looking at, okay, here's a person. You're winging it. Yeah. yeah. But there still is a lot of influence. I just think about my life. Mm -hmm. And for me, I remember, like, I just wanted to be an athlete. Yeah. So my role models were athletes. Okay. And that's all I did. Like in the summer, I just wanted to train, ran, played, mm -hmm. and that's all I did. And then when I started to hang around more friends, well, my influence started to change. And so I became less focused on that and more focused on being popular. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of led me down a different route. So mm -hmm. I, I just look at like influence overall mm -hmm. and, you know, how can, how can we make sure that people have better influence in their life? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, dependent on their environment, a lot of people don't have the ability to see good role models anymore. Because maybe where they come from, the country, the city, wherever their environment is, there's not a lot of role models there to be had. And so that's when you use your phone. That's when you use internet or something to, to get in contact with these people. Mm -hmm. Community. Mm -hmm. Grow that. But if you are only focused on your little block or your little area and you think those are your role models, well then history is just going to repeat itself. And if this person was a gangster, then highly likely maybe you were. If this person mm -hmm. was a criminal, then maybe highly likely you were. Mm -hmm. But if we change the environment, then that person has a chance to see maybe a real role model that can help them, can take them and guide them. But if a lot of people are not willing to address them and see these things, like we said, it is very difficult for us to assess the situation we're at so then we won't know what our starting point is and if we don't know that then we don't know what to go for as a target i guess that's right. also requires you to look in the mirror and just face the the facts and the reality of the situation because it's very easy to just ignore things because most people do because they're your friends or mm -hmm. they're your family or whatever it is so you don't want to touch it Mm -hmm. But if you, if you, I'm pretty sure like if you just looked in the mirror and, and really assessed things, you would actually see the truth, mm -hmm. but it's not going to, probably not going to be the most enjoyable. But the truth mm -hmm. is never beautiful. Is that always like that? I, I know 
I, that's what I see as well. But is it always that case? The truth is never. It doesn't true. have to be, but it's because what we consider to be truth is bitter. So then, once we consider that to be bitter, then it's no longer sweet. So then, it's no longer sweet. It's no longer beautiful. Hmm. So that's why people just uh, uh, rather mask things. No yeah. one wants truth. You get arrested for truth now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. <laughs> right. So that's why. If we're going to speak truth, you have to know that you can't just come right out and over inundate people with it. It has to be in segments for people to ingratiate it and to integrate it so that their beliefs can align and shift to understand what you're saying. But if you're only saying that I'm always right or you believe that everything you say is truthful, but it's not, then the ignorance kicks in and it's very, very difficult to really develop relationships or do right by others when you're so blinded by your own selfishness. Yeah, it sounds like when you were telling, when we first met and what you told me, it took those little baby steps yes. before it sunk in. Yes. Because I, I think it's just the, my ego or whatever it mm-hmm. was that just didn't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't ready to hear it. Yes. And it's like, but you asked a question. I, I did ask a question, which is like when I think about it, it's like, why did I ask a question? But I want to hear the truth. Yes. Mm-hmm. But part of me, it was like a conflict. Mm-hmm. Like you just want to like hear what you want to hear. Exactly. I you just want to pick like... the good stuff. Right. Yes. right. <laughs> All the other stuff Herman talked about, like just ignore that. But you see, you already have selected hearing. Mm-hmm. Pick out only what you want. And you have to be very careful with that because everyone else is like that outside. It's like the filter. See? Mm-hmm. It's like you only want the good stuff. But it doesn't work that way. It's because you have to accept the ugliness of what the truth is because that is when you build the greatest amount of character and i always found that the more the quicker you address those ugly truths Mm -hmm. the better the results and it's a beautiful result at the end of course it's it's always worked out at the at the end after you just listen and just go do the things Mm -hmm. but to get to get there is not fun Mm-hmm. at least what I found I'm just more stubborn how about you? well I found that the longer that you wait the more painful it is compounds and it's harder to know what the truth is if you're constantly in a state of trying to avoid it right and then you just become someone that lives in their lies so it's like again back to anyone that has a lot of pressure from society or from their parents mm-hmm. the, the when they know that there's something that they don't believe in if they don't address it it's going to get harder and harder as, as they go on in life and it'll be very very difficult let's say you're 40 50 years old and now you have a family and people dependent on you how are you going to up and just lift up everything so that you can go and do what you actually wanted to do for all your life is there a point of no return for people i wouldn't say that I would say as long as you have time, there is, there's a chance. It's just your willingness to get there. The will dies. Okay. And the challenges become just stacked. Of course. So you just got to work harder. And if you don't have enough will, the fuel, then it will never be accomplished. Okay. But there's still, still hope. There's still a chance. Of course there yes. is. So it's there's not always. like, okay, you're screwed forever. No, there's always chance. But you just have to develop that will more and more to get the courage to do what it is you actually want to do. Yeah, when I think about it, there's 
like one of our one of our friends who kept things for so long tried to please everybody and then but the moment they made their changes and it was quick too it was very but it took a long time i think if yeah. they're younger and it would have been way faster but mm-hmm. it's waited for so long mm-hmm. but still yeah i i answered answered my own question so <laughs> well i think that you mentioned pressure from society mm-hmm. And I think that that's also something that influences a lot of people. So if somebody's being influenced by society, how could they, how can they, I guess, identify that? So get off of anything where people call themselves an influencer. Don't watch anything where people consider them to be an influencer from. Get off of those socials, get off of all that so that you can be influenced by things that you choose not by what other people are choosing for you Mm. think for yourself if you're dependent on other people to tell you what to do that's a very bad formula because then you'll never know what real happiness is Mm -hmm. and you always be controlled always can't make your own choices and you become that robot Mm. so I think that's where a lot of people slip they look for other people to give them or tell them what to do mm-hmm. as opposed to saying you know what i'm angelo this is what i like this is what i don't like this is what i believe in this is what i don't believe in i'm not perfect but you know what i'm willing to work on every single day to make sure i'm going after what it is that i'm trying to do with my life i'm going to make my life meaningful and it's almost like they're seeking for permission of course to to do things that they're going to be doing anyway if they this gave himself permission but here's the okay so we've addressed this uh, at an event and maybe we'll go over it very quickly here so when you want to build a house what's the very first thing you have to get blueprint permit or permit okay right you got to get the blueprint and then the permit has to go to prove that it's acceptable before you ever put any mm-hmm. or build anything on land or break anything off of that land, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now here's a problem. If everything you did in life was without a permit, so let's say you wanted to drink or, or lie or cheat or steal, you didn't need a permit for that, you just did it. Mm-hmm. So now when it comes time for something good, yeah. <laughs> then you think you need a permit for mm-hmm. permission. So why is that? Think of it. When you've done so much wrong to other people, you're being stopped from doing things that are good for yourself because you're still paying back for the debt that you owe. That's why when the city denies your permit from allowing you to build your new home or renovate your new home, you have to wait X amount of time before you reapply or make those adjustments until you can reapply to get a new permit. Well... If we know that we need, we're asking for permission that we want to go do this for ourselves, then don't you think we have to isolate all the things that we'd never asked for permission for mm-hmm. and went against our own internal laws? Fix that, be accountable for that first before we get the permit to do something greater? Think of it that way. Yes, we never, at least for me, when I, whenever I did something that was immoral it was, i never asked for permission for nope, sure no one There's does no way i would have asked for, for permission <laughs> no then you just seem like a bad person <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> should i hurt you should i steal from you no right. but i'm gonna do it anyways yeah. yeah but you're right 
and it's it's always the good stuff See? it's always the good things even on some of the calls that you have people sometimes will just say that like they've been wanting to change but they just needed to hear it from somebody else of course but when they want to do all the wrong things they never have to hear it from somebody they'll just do it mm-hmm. right and so we have to be very careful all of those wrong things we did we didn't take a permit for so we have to pay a fine we have to pay for all the things we went against the natural law all the legal building right and then now it's time we want to do something legal but if we didn't pay the fine or the debt then it's like it wants to keep you stuck it's it's funny when you think about it that way all the good stuff always always ask for permission or need or you think you need permission and do you know that's why people don't learn the way they can learn why they don't learn a new language why they don't learn something every day it's because they're waiting for that little slip of a, known as a permit but yet when they're lying cheating stealing doing all these immoral things the debt just keeps adding up adding up adding up so now that they finally want to do something good with their life they think okay i'm going to do it but they need validation or permission from someone or something else they can't find it because they didn't pay the fine they didn't become accountable for all those things before and even if they do decide to go without a permit it's like major test instant test to deter you from even thinking about doing what you want <laughs> until you pay off until that debt is paid off and that's why you have to know the truth always know the truth always speak your truth and always live your truth because people could have done things that they just weren't aware of of course so if you don't really reflect on on things like how you hurt somebody or did something stupid or whatever it was then you're never going to be able to pay back I've, i agree yeah i've i've had to call people in the past that i've done wrong to 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 apologize and you know i guess you can't undo your actions but you can always choose to make a better one mm -hmm. of course now i'm thinking about all this stuff <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what do i do this might be a good challenge for our facebook <laughs> there you go there you go but i do know that every time i did apologize or address or just be responsible towards things that it always worked out in the end it's all like some it's almost like something opened up and you just get to move ahead. It's like a video game. Like you, you bet a boss or something and you move to the next stage. Mm -hmm. Level up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't do it now, when you're on your deathbed and you don't have any ability to move and they gave you maybe one month to live, everything flashes back and goes back into what you did and didn't do. Debts that were paid, that's that debts that were unpaid. Well, mm. by that time, it's kind of hard to redo everything. See, that's why you have to make most of your time now. I think it's maybe even more painful the things that you didn't do. And for anybody that, that ever saw someone that passed, just before they passed, let's say they were in a coma or something happened, and they wanted to share one last message, just one last thing they had to say before they went. What you'll notice is that person will get up as if like they were nothing was wrong share that one little piece of message from everything they mustered inside before they moved on and the reason being is because 
that black box known as our soul, had to get as much out of it as possible to be as clean as possible before it passed on. And that's wow. why a lot of people who are in their beds, all of a sudden they'll say something and then they'll go. Or something will happen and then they'll go. Because that soul, even to the point, their face will start to change, their voice will start to change, their actions become different because the soul is remembering all the different past lives and it's going through every sequence from all the debts and unpaid debts that have been unpaid and have been incurred. So we don't have to get to that point. We can start doing things. See? You can make a difference because now. Because that's kind of a waste when you think about it. It's a I mean, big waste because right. you can't do anything then. Yeah, one thing in the end. And then every time, every regret you have, those are all the things that bring you back to keep coming back and coming back. So I'd say it's time to make it right, right now. Exactly. This is the right time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I would say that if you liked this podcast, then you're going to just maybe click here. Click or here. there. Here. Click and, here. Uh, check here. out the next episode. And thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you.